Before we get started, I just want to share a quick announcement and just remember that BattleBards is what we use for a lot of our sound effects. We're using more each week. And I've really been happy with having these neat sounds to play with and add into our shows. If you're at all interested in beefing up your game, check out BattleBards.com. And if you sign up for a Prime subscription using our stack code, you'll have streaming access to these sounds. You'll have tools that you can use to prepare soundscapes for your games. And again, signing up with our stack code, you'll get a 20% discount on that Prime subscription. Check them out, BattleBards.com, and see what their sounds can do for your game. Typically, we reserve reviews and comments and things for the end of our games, but I just want to go ahead and front load this, and I think we'll do this from now on. We'll put the reviews at the beginning, and Michael is going to read a recent review. <laughs> this, is, this review is from Zimbalina13, and it reads, This is a wonderful D&D podcast in a homebrew world. The characters are well fleshed out, and they act the way you'd expect them to act. The GM is wonderful and helps the players along and makes the game run smoothly. One of the players is a beginner, so it's great. It's a great... I'm going to start over. <laughs> You're going to start over? Yes. No. Right. Okay, ready? <laughs> 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 the tongue, teeth, and the lips. Okay. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this, by the way. No, you are too. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is good. This is very good. That's what happens when I get to edit. <laughs> good you yes. Because if we go along, you'll edit this. Guys, keep going. This podcast is not what I wanted to say. Okay. All right. Ready? It says podcast right here. That's why I'm like, uh. Okay. This review is from Zimbalina13, uh, entitled Great Podcast. This is a wonderful D&D podcast in a homebrew world. The characters are well fleshed out, and they'd act the way you'd expect them to act. The GM is wonderful and helps the players along and makes the game run smoothly. One of the players is a beginner, so it's a great podcast for those who are getting started into the game, like me. Listen if you enjoy actually playing role-playing games of any kind. There's plenty of happiness to be found here. Yeah, and that's a five-star review from a friend of ours, a friend of the show. And so thank you very much for that review. And we are always happy to see more reviews popping up. So if you are listening to the show and you haven't already done so, pay us a visit on iTunes and leave us a little review of just what you think about the show because every everybody who does that helps to boost our show just a little bit more and we show up a little bit higher on the list each time. We'll continue to bring this show week by week. The question I want to start us off with this time is, and this may take a little bit of thought on your part, and that's fine. What is the next thing you want your character to learn? It can be a skill. It can be anything in the game world. So we'll start with Thane. What's the next thing you want Peter to learn? Well, hmm. I guess... More spells would be pretty cool, but it would be kind of weird for this guy who's kind of been in denial of the existence of magic for his whole life to be like, where can I learn more of this sacred art? Mm -hmm. um, well, perhaps. But maybe having had a taste, he's a little more attuned to it now. He's now hungry for the power. There you go. Uh, but um, I would also like for him to learn how to interact with people better. As in, I would like for me to learn how to react better. <laughs> um, but yeah, something like that. Great. Magic. 
Okay, so that was kind of a personal goal plus a character goal. Yeah. Neat. We'll go to Meredith next. (laughs) (laughs) On Michael's request. (laughs) Um, I would like Tira to learn how to roll better. Um, That's my personal goal, I guess. Okay, there you go. Um, I don't don't really know. Um, Not knowing what all lies in store for my character as far as uh, you know abilities that she can even have i know that i'm not a magic wielding type of a character so not specifically although some of your abilities have Mm -hmm. magical qualities to them one thing that came to mind possibly and you can take this if you want but Mm -hmm. um she has that metal workers or the yeah my my um Smithing tools. Smithing tools. And you haven't done anything with that. But. Yeah, well, that's mainly because I just always forget that I have them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I guess um, one thing I was thinking of is I also have, in addition to my great axe, I have a light hammer and a javelin. I like never, ever bring those out. Mainly because, obviously, they don't do nearly as much damage as the great axe. And, and, and the great axe is my primary weapon, but, I mean... Maybe she needs to learn to diversify a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, problems can get to be too big for your javelin or your mm, hammer, yes. but not for your axe. I thought you were going to say, problems can get too big for your axe, and I was going to say, never. <laughs> but, like, a, for example, the javelin could be good when I, when it's a ranged attack, not And right the hammer, there. too. The hammer's also a ranged weapon. It's a throwing, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, good. So, life goals, good. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael? Uh, well, I would say... I, I want Womberbash to um, sort of get a, a better grasp, uh, not so much like a re- reactionary uh, use of his of his abilities, but more of like a, a deliberate use of his abilities. And also uh, maybe a little bit more, uh, I would say wisdom more so than knowledge. Um, my character inherently is intelligent. However, he doesn't have life experiences. So I would like him to be able to understand how to use that knowledge. And therefore, that's why... I, essentially said wisdom um but i don't really want him to interact with people better i like his quirkiness i mean that's the very nature of sort of being a hermit anyway kind of mystic yeah yeah and so that said you know i don't really care whether he's rude or blunt uh but i would like for him to at least have a better understanding of the world good his rudeness is part of his charm (laughs) (laughs) like his funk Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Hello everybody, this is Rhett, the DM for Stack of Dice, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Womberbash Bensonmum. Thane as Peter Greyhawk. Last time, Tira, Bash, and Peter emerged from a sweltering swamp and made their way across open grassland to the port city of Isling. They came into town needing to find a way across the sea to Seth Arban, a desert country that is home to a traveling city called Jama. On the busy streets of Isling, the party ran into a down-on-his-luck captain, Captain Blodgett, who badly needed someone to fill in for his troubled first mate. After agreeing to help the captain, 
The friends made their way to a nicer part of town where they found comfortable accommodations in an inn called, do you remember? The Gagging Dragon? Nope. No, that, no, that was, was before. That's from Funmore. The uh, Happy Clam? The Happy Clam. Yay. Why don't you take an inspiration point? Yes. If oh, you don't on. already have one. Oh, I didn't know we were doing this for inspiration <laughs> points. No, I, never, I don't have any. Here they were able to wash away the dirt and fatigue of their journey, and Womberbash took the opportunity to seek out some additional knowledge at a nearby monastery, and here's where your inspiration possibility comes from. Do you remember what the monastery was for? What, what deity? It was from... Uh, that one. <laughs> I think Th- I Thane or Michael, if you can tell me what it is. Oh, I don't get to try. Well, you've already got an inspiration point. You can only have I one. I mean, I think I remember, but I also think I already have an inspiration. Was kind it? of. All right. Do you remember the name of the monastery? Who who it was dedicated to? I do not. Okay. Uh, it was dedicated to Ardenell. Oh, that's oh, okay. why I thought it sounded familiar because it was like the town we came from. Oh, not, like, not the like Arden. Gotcha. I was going to say Arden. I was going to say Ardenell. Is that right, then? Do I get that, the... That's right. Yeah, oh, okay, you're thanks. right about that. <laughs> they have retired for the night to enjoy a well-earned rest. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. 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 You awaken to yellow sunlight pouring through the diamond panes of your window. Through the wavy glass, you can see the sun just climbing above the distant horizon. The silvery waters below reflect its glory, where it appears as a brilliant white road of light that cuts straight across the sea, seemingly marking the way you must go to reach the distant shore. Large flocks of white gulls wheel in the air, the dark tips of their wings marking a contrast against the soft white clouds above them. The clanging of a rolling buoy's bell punctuates the gulls' plaintive cries. Just outside the harbor's protected breakwaters, small fishing boats are already bobbing on the rolling gray waves. Their little hulls are blue, white, red, and green. Already the city below is stirring. Beneath the curling wisps of smoke from half a hundred chimneys, you can hear the first rattlings of iron-shod cartwheels over cobbled roads. Merchants below are moving into position, pulling blankets off their booths and laying in thick blocks of ice still clad in curls of brown sawdust. You imagine they're preparing to sell fish fresh from this morning's first catch. Although your window is closed, the stiff breeze off the water bears a multitude of morning smells into your room. They tug at your nose with the scattered scent of baking bread and other savory foods. Beneath it all is the enticing tang of salt water. You realize with a start that some of the smells are stronger and are coming from inside the inn. At this, your stomach rumbles appreciatively. What are you going to do? Get up. <laughs> Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything oh, that you want? We're wanted... all in different rooms. Yeah, different rooms. Is there anything you want to do to prepare yourself for the day? You know, you need to be at the ship, the Scalded Dove. Yeah. Around very soon, very shortly. Yeah. So I've basically already gotten up. I'm putting on my armor, and then afterwards, I'm going to uh, do a devoted prayer that I always do every morning. And are you reading that from your green book, or is it just something you've memorized? Why don't you explain um, it a little bit? I've memorized some of it, and some of it I just get from the green book. I kind of improvise. <laughs> I freestyle my prayer. <laughs> <laughs> freestyle my devoted prayer that I do every morning. Um, well, no, more like Bass walks by your door to see you break dancing <laughs> <laughs> in in scale mail. For <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you're saying your prayer to Vasham. <laughs> Bash, are you doing anything in particular? No, I'm just packing up my stuff. I'm yeah. actually really hungry. And Tira, are you doing anything special? Not in okay. particular. Getting I'm assuming you're all taking everything you have down yeah. so you don't have to go back up. Yeah. Okay. You make your way down to the dining room and you sit down at a table where there's already a basket of bread laid out and a, a plate of sausage and cheese and other things. It, it's part of that smell that you were enjoying upstairs. And if you need to talk through anything or prepare anything before it's time for you to head down to the docks, now would be a good time for you to talk through whatever. Hey, I was reading in my book. Um, you see, you see my my short sword, the pattern that's on there. Right? It's uh, it's where they take the steel and they fold it and they fold it again. It's called Damascus uh, uh, style, and it's like um, it makes it strong uh, and flexible at the same time. That's right. Uh-huh. I'm really glad you're enjoying your book, Bash. All right, you're enjoying your food when the door opens from the outside and in comes Rebeck like a morning breeze. He's wearing cream-colored shirt and dark suede pants. Not at all what you have seen him wearing. And he comes in with a great big smile on his face and he's humming a tune as he walks in and he puts down on the table next to you an armful of packages that he's been out buying. <sighs> it's good to be back it's been a busy morning already. I can see that. What are these? Oh, just a few things I picked up for myself. And, uh, oh, look at this. And he shifts things aside, and there's a nice dark wood case that he flips open the lid to and pulls out a brand new Rebec. And it's not nearly as battered as the old one. It looks lovely. It's a golden wood and everything, and he, he just runs his hand appreciatively over the finish. And then he looks at you and says, I could never have done this without you. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Oh, and more clothes and all these things. And looking at everything that he has laid out on the table, it kind of surprises you that this cost 25 gold pieces. You, you think that based on the quality of the goods you're saying and the amount, it was probably quite a bit more. How were you able to get all this? Oh, did I say it was an early morning? I meant... It was a late night, and, oh, let's just say I invested the gold you gave me in a series of bars where, let's say, games of chance were going on. You gambled. (laughs) That's putting too fine a point on it. But let's just say I increased my money considerably, and, well, here are the results. (sighs) Make sure you're not leaving a bad name behind. You're going to get run out of town on bad the rail. Bad name. No such thing. And he goes back to humming and he sits down. He pulls a chair from the other table and pulls it up to your table and sits down and begins picking up the bread and the sausage and the cheese. Now, I'm, I'm confused. Didn't we like part ways with him at the last game? He said he was going to stay here. But he's right. still in the same inn with you. Okay. For some reason, I was remembering that we were not going to see him again. No. Okay. Never mind. I need to take one of these blocks of cheese with me. Okay. I'm not sure that's going to keep really very well. Oh, it'll keep just fine. You can't just walk around the countryside with cheese in your bag. Just wrap uh, it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the cheese in my bag. Well, wrap it up really well then. All right. You have a hunk of cheese if you want to add that to your inventory. I might want to eat that today. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think we Did should... Did you write hunk o' cheese? 
I, I, I guess we should get going now. Um, yeah, we don't want to miss that boat. I need to get to the library. Oh, yes. Uh, let me put these things up in my room, and I'll be right back. So okay. he scoops up all of the things. He arranges the packages and everything. And the, Tira, I see you're looking at me oddly. I, I just want to say farewell. Is that oh, all right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to walk you down to the docks. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you are confusing Stop looking me. At me. <laughs> Stop looking at me you like that. Confusing. So he carries it. He carries the things up to the room, and after maybe a minute, comes back down again, just bouncing down the stairs. And he puts his arm around Peter's shoulder. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, let's go. And so you head out the door. You wind your way down the hill, down the road on the end of the hill to the next, the next lower level, which is where the docks are. You make your way through the crowds that are already gathering. Again, there's all sorts of sounds. City life is already moving very quickly this time of morning. Uh, the first trawlers have come back to drop off their first catches. And so there's just commotion out there on the docks. People hoisting things from the boats up to the docks. People carrying things out, wagons rolling. It's chaos, or it could be chaos, but everyone seems to know what they're doing. And so everything moves smoothly. And as Captain Blodgett told you last night, you do see the nicest looking ship there. And next to it is a pretty nondescript looking thing with a bit of burnt wood tacked onto the front of the ship. And in flaking letters are the words Scalded Dove. Nice. Uh, Is that what we're sailing on? I assume so. Yes, that's it. Scalded dove, that's what he said, right? Uh, it is. Still a pretty big boat. Well, yeah, but is it going to make it across? <laughs> what a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> she may not look like much, kid, but she's got to wear a cap. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, it bobs at anchor there uh, alongside the dock. And as Captain Blodgett said, it is a 60-footer with two masts. And the decks are already a swarm with sailors. The gangplank is there, so it's there for you to make your way onto the ship. All right, we better get on board. And you can hear Captain Blodgett's dubious accent as he's yelling above the sounds of the <laughs> sailors. Let's hear it! <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a long distance away. <laughs> uh, I see, I see. Is that what you sounded like? All right, and so, uh, yeah, this is, if you're going to say any farewells here, this is the place to do it. Well, Rebeck, it's been interesting. I remember you saying that, yes. <laughs> Sorry to say goodbye to you, but thanks for getting us this far. Uh, my business takes me elsewhere. And he stoops down to give you a hug. Aw. Uh, so he, he's not much taller than you, maybe another foot and a half or so. Oh, is that all? <laughs> I just get the impression from other times where you've, you've said, I try and do something. Well, I'm not that tall. You know, I just, yeah. you're not that much shorter than most humans. You're my height. <laughs> 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 all right. And so he stands up and then looks at you, Womberbash, and then gives you one of those uh, open arm smiles. Yeah. <laughs> and then he takes you into an unwilling hug. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Wilberbash extricates himself from the hug very quickly. And before he can hug me, I just 
stick out a hand to shake. There you go. Uh, he takes you by the hand and shakes it vigorously, smiling. Does and he bro hug me? No, no, okay. he doesn't. He doesn't. He respects your your hand. You can see that he wants to hug you, but he's fighting the urge because. Oh come on! And so uh, that's it. He he bows to you generally, and then says, "May the winds be behind you. May the wind at your back not be your own." <laughs> I was about to say same to you, but now I... May the I, wind come from your behind. Bummer, <laughs> <laughs> Bash. Well, that's a little odd, but okay, thanks. <laughs> Speed us on our way, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and you can hear the captain, again, shouting commands, and uh, you hear the bell ringing on deck, and it's obvious that things are about to go. In fact, you can see sailors positioning themselves at the head of the gangplank where they're about to cast it off. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <Way>. Run. <laughs> All right, come on. We better get on. All right. So you make your way up the gangplank. Thump, 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 thump. And onto the ship. And just as, Peter, you're the last one, you're about to step off the gangplank and onto the deck when you feel yourself whirled around and Rebeck does give you a big hug. Okay. And he says, I, I just couldn't let you go without it. Goodbye. And he runs back down the gangplank. And Peter, uh, you immediately feel a great sense of loss. Okay. And the gangplank drops off the edge of the ship. With me on it. (laughs) (laughs) And the ship begins to slowly make its way away from the dock. Where do I go? I don't know where. Let's go find I feel like I'm in the way. Uh, Well, we should. Let's go talk to the captain. Peter, are you all right? Uh, I I don't know. And I'm going to say, Thane, after about... 30 seconds, you can feel the music that you've been accustomed to is fading. Oh, no! What? Is, he's taking... He's taking our... He's taking our Star Stones, little rat. What? I'm going to pet myself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my... I'm going to see if I can find my Star Stone. Okay. Now tell me where you kept it. I usually keep it on a on a pouch around my neck. <gasps> okay. You feel the pouch and it's still there. The pouch is there. Is the stone in it? It's flat against you. No. <laughs> there is no stone in your pouch around your neck. In fact, as you reach for the pouch, your finger goes through a little hole that's been neatly cut in the bottom of the pouch. How on that dude has got skills. Okay, that's not what Peter would say. Yeah, that's true. That was that was me. Not <laughs> that Peter. was me, not Peter. Huh? Peter, mine, what's wrong? Mine was in a in a leather wrap. Yours on my was wrist. set into right into a cord wrapped yeah. around your wrist. It's still there. Okay. Out. <laughs> Tira, uh, you're. Are you gonna ex- check for yours? I guess so. Well, I. If I can get Peter to talk for goodness' sakes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you don't know what's going on yet. Yeah. All right, Peter. I'm. I'm like. Oh my goodness! At my my store of stones missing. What? Nice starch. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm gonna. Can I spot Rebeck from the deck? The ship is obviously moving slowly. Still, uh, you can see him winding his way through the crowds on the docks. And he stops at a corner, and you see a dark figure emerge <sighs> from the edge. 
does he have? He's selling it. The bird beak. You see a beak. Free <gasps> <laughs> back that double crosser. I'm sorry. That's me because I can't get Peter to talk like a normal person. I don't know what's happening. I, yet, po- but... I, po- I point. I point them out and I go. <laughs> he's se- he's got my star stone and <gasps> he's got our soul stone and there's the plague doctor. What? There he is right there. He's got the beak. Who? Right there. <laughs> I point. You, you look in the direction Peter's yeah. pointing. At, is that Rebeck? Yes. There's Rebeck, and there's, there's the, the 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 bird guy. I don't. What What do you mean he has your star stone? Look, here's my pouch, and it's it's got a cut on the bottom <gasps> of it, and it's empty. I still have mine. <clears throat> do you still have yours? I let me check. But see, mine was in my pack. I think. That's okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It's a, it, oh, let me get my pack down and, and have a look. So I start rummaging through. It's there. Are I you still for real? have mine. <laughs> Are you for real? Well, yours was more easy easy to get a hold of, I guess. Was That's got to be why I he came back to give you a hug. Rebecca's our friend. Why would he take it? After all we've done for him, and he takes my star stone. Well, if you guys remember, he definitely showed a, a, a high, high amount of interest. And then when he saw that we had these... Yeah, think and back clearly through they're it. Va- clearly they're valuable. I think he's selling it to that guy. Think back through what you remember. He mostly asked about Peter's, though. He never really asked me about mine. Because he found you, out about mine. Because you never used yours when he was around. You definitely yeah. never used yours, Tira. And so, Peter, you're the only <sighs> one he saw using it. That's right, thing. Because remember when we were on the, on the raft and he saw you holding it in your hand... Now, I did use it, but it was not purposefully. Like, he wouldn't made maybe... When I jumped off into the water, I had gills, but it's not like I took it off my wrist to, like, right. actively the, use it. By the yeah, way, again, uh, Tira didn't didn't notice it. I had her roll a perception check, and yeah. a, presumably it was the same for Rebeck. Okay. Uh, what's going on down there right now as we're discussing this? Back at... The dock? Yeah. Yes. Okay. The ship is now a good hundred feet away. Oh, no. And no. The, uh, you see the plague doctor and then a looming shape steps around behind him. And you see the tall figure that was with him the night in Blinkenden. Rebeck is with those men. You see him look back over his shoulder at the departing ship. I shake my fist at them. And then he... Walks around the corner with does he look both of the evil? figures. <laughs> no. Does Rebecca's face does he does he seem less buoyant and and innocent and childish now? He looks like he's slinking a little bit, maybe out of shame or maybe out of just not wanting to be seen. Henchmanship. Being <laughs> he's inventing <a> words. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna do? It's, there's nothing we can do. We can't. Captain. Turn, we can't can turn. We, we can't turn this ship around, and there's... We can try! <sighs> Captain, drop the anchor! What? We've been robbed. Who robbed you? Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Who robbed you? <laughs> Who robbed you, mate? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, UK friends. <laughs> don't, don't listen to us. Several We're, people are yeah, typing. Yeah, yeah. um... That man, that man we thought was our friend who we've been traveling with, he robbed Peter and gave it to our enemies. We need to go back. That, that stone is incredibly important. We can't just go back. 
Drop the anchor so that we can, we'll jump off and swim back to shore. We need to get to those men. He's, he's pulling out all his dungeon master tricks to try and I keep know us going. It. That's, that's really super important. It is. How are we gonna go on? But my it? trust is in the DM. I'm jumping off the <laughs> ship. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump off the ship. Okay. Oh come uh, on! The captain just looks absolutely flummoxed. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, he he has a timeline to stick to, and he's he doesn't want to shift anything, especially since he doesn't really know you right. all that well. He doesn't know what's going on. But Wamberbass just does a graceful swan dive <laughs> right off the right off the railing. Do you transform into a swan? <laughs> and you splash into the water. And I'm going to swim toward the, toward the dock. Okay. You're, again, about now 125, 150 feet away, so it's not a far swim for mm-hmm. you. And you just cutting through the water, and you get to the dock, and people there are gathered watching this strange thing going on. And they... Uh, as you get close, one of them lowers a gaff, a hook down, and helps pull you out. And you come up onto the wooden, the rough wood of the dock, just dripping and panting. And I'm going to run over to where, where we saw him. I'm okay. Go over to the corner. You thread your way through. People are startled, and you're pushing them out of the way to get through. And you make your way to the corner where you saw Rebek conferring with these two dark figures. And there's no sign of him or them there. Captain, you have got to drop the anchor. Our friend jumped overboard, and he's by himself against our enemies. We have to go back. I can't just drop the anchor. We've got a schedule to keep, too. I don't care about your schedule. Our friend is by himself, and we've been robbed, and we need to get back on shore. If you want us to come with you and help you keep your crew in line, you will do what I say. I'm going to continue around the corner and go head down. Head down. Uh, can you do like an intimidation check or something? You can do an intimidation check. All right, which one cutting to business. No joke. <clears throat> I can do two plus two on this because I've got a little black dot. You have you have inspiration. You have inspiration. What does that mean? It means you get to roll again. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's gonna be a, a nine, mom. Yeah. But this is the very beginning of the game. What if something super huge comes up later? This is this is really important. We need to get that stone back. All right, I'm gonna use my inspiration point. I better do better on this one. There we All go. All right, so that's 20 with my modifications. Modded yeah. 20. Mod 20, yeah. The captain sighs heavily. <sighs> Fine, I'll stop. And you see sailors looking back quizzically over their shoulders. Lower sails, let's get back. And you just see them grumbling immediately. And they already look very sour about this. I'm going to expend uh, three side points to get perfect senses. That gives me um, keen sense of smell and an instinct to detect prey. Because I'm, I'm going to try to smell them out and try to find them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you read the description to me so okay. I have the full of it, and then we'll deal with that in just a moment. Okay. Tira, um, he begins. It's a very laborious process. They have to furl the sails. They have to take in the rigging, they have to do all sorts of interesting things, and it's a it's not just a tight turn, too. They have to make a very sweeping turn. Well, all, all we, I really all, want them to do is just drop the anchor so the ship would stop moving away, and I could just... Well, all we could do is just, like, take well, a, a maybe, boat back. Uh, yeah, isn't there, the a, like, a longboat or something? That's true. Let's back this up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all I want him to do is stop. All right, and then he starts relaying orders to, unfortunately, his first mate, who is a very sour-looking person. Make ready the longboat. 
You're going to be making your way back to shore, taking these two with you. It's called a dinghy. It's got lots of names. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Make ready the dinghy. (laughs) You're going to be taking these two back to shore. You take good care of them and bring them back as quickly as you can. And the mate gives him an almost flippant salute, sort of. And he gets in and he's grumbling. He's unshipping the oars. And other, other crewmen are lowering the dinghy with the three of you in it. You splash down into the water and he undoes the last of the ropes. And you, he starts pulling on the oars to bring you back to shore. Faster! Move it, sailor! <laughs> Why don't you do another intimidation check? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> See, this is why you shouldn't have used your inspiration. <laughs> he spits right at your feet and just keeps going the same pace. In fact, he actually slows up a little bit. All he, right. I whip out my axe and stand over his head and say, you want a taste of this or you want to go faster? He's the only one who's rowing right now, Tira. Stand- I will take the oars. Want me to throw you overboard? <laughs> Tira, what on earth? <laughs> Don't you care? Wombabash is out there with the plague doctor. All right, let's switch to Wombabash. You're standing at the corner looking south, and that's the direction they headed. And unfortunately, with a 150-foot swim, getting pulled up onto the dock, and then making your way to the corner through the crowd, they're nowhere in sight. I now, can't smell you, them. You can smell, let's say, hmm... Rebek has new clothes on, so that's... And he did hug me, so I got a, at least a whiff you of have, that. You have a scent, but it's faint. I'm going to follow it. You make your way south, and go ahead and roll me, with advantage, a... I don't know, what, what lines it's, up best it's, with it's, that? It's wisdom, and I have advantage on wisdom checks for this. Okay. It's a 19. You catch a whiff, and it's, it's odd because Rebek's smell seems to be intimately tied with the smell of clove. Okay. Which seems odd to you. Okay. Um, but following that, you make your way south, and we're going to do multiple checks here. Okay, okay. Anything else you want to add before you... Uh, I'm going to continue following it. I mean, I'm going to... Maybe... Wamberbash probably doesn't put this together, but I know in the beaks of those masks, they usually put spices in there uh, because they thought it would filter out any bad things that they would get. Um, so, so I'm going to continue on this path of following this smell. Okay. Well, 15. Okay, it's a DC 16. Okay. And uh, you stop for a moment at a crossroads. This is where the south road, the south ring road around the hill uh, meets up with the main road that cuts north-south along the coast here. And you seem to have lost it momentarily. If you want to go one direction or the other in hopes of picking it up again, you can. Okay, yeah, I want, I want to do that. Uh, which directions do I have to choose from? You can go west or south. I'm going to go west. 21. Okay, you make your way west, and there is absolutely no scent of cloves here. All right, I'm going to go back the opposite direction. you know that they went south. Okay. 20. Natural. Natural. Net 20. Yeah. Okay. We we can celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) I I would love to hear eruptions of cheers whenever somebody rolls a natural 20. We're all like, 
Yeah. Back here trying to... Shout, yell, make a noise. Woo! Okay. All right. You make your way south, and because it's a natural 20, I'm going to say that you double your pace. So now you're almost almost doubled over and running on hands and feet, uh, and you are just <laughs> snuffling as you go, and you make your way another 100 feet. I, I think that's fair to say. And one more check, and we'll see how this fares. Uh, 22. Okay. You make your way south and you come to a stable and a few of the stable stalls are empty and you see a person in there busying himself with some riding tack. He's hanging up saddles, doing stuff. It looks like he has just rented several horses. They took the horses and took off. They took... Okay. Uh, We're back on our horses. Now, I mean, let's see. So so can can I hear galloping? No. Okay. Talk to the guy, ask him what But he the did. trail ends here, right? The trail ends here. You uh, can, there's a very strong smell of clove. Hey, hey, excuse me. I, I, did, you, did you just give horses to somebody? Yeah, yeah, I did. How many? A three. Three? Was, was one guy black, wearing black and he had like a mask? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where were they heading? Do you know? Uh, to the south. How many horses do you have left? I've got just one. I need it. Uh, sure. You got, the, you got the coin? How much? Where are you going? I'm just following those men. I need to catch up with them. Oh, uh, five gold, but I've got to get the horse ready. How fast can you do it? I'll give you six gold if you make it right immediately. Uh, sure, and he's already working. He's lifting that same harness and everything off, and he is getting the horse ready, and I'm going to do a check here. Get it while we're at. No, he's going to be delayed. <gasps> he can't get the cinch tightened enough. And Is this a, like a stable I can climb on top? Uh-huh. All right, I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna run into the stable and climb up the ladder and try to get up top and look out on top to see if I can see okay. that toward the south. Give me a perception check. Okay. I have a seventeen. You can see plumes of dust rising to the south How along far away the road. Is that? You're guessing maybe a quarter mile, so they're not far ahead of you. Okay. Where right. are we? How, what are we doing? Okay, We're gonna yeah, get so, there and so he'll how, be gone. How, how long do I have to? Um, how long do I have to wait for this guy to give me my horse? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be another few seconds. Uh, it just took him a bit to get things cinched up. We will cut back to okay, Tira we're, and Th- we're, uh, we're getting split up. Oh no! Okay, so, Tira and Peter, so. you you row up. And Did he speed up after I nope. to cleave his head in two? Not a bit. Not a bit. Oh, and this guy's so be a problem. They he pulls up alongside a ladder. He actually goes a little bit further, so he has to back up just a bit to let you get on the ladder and you climb up you i go into a range (laughs) you can do that if you're standing there on the dock and you don't know i mean i guess you saw womberbash head up to the corner but that's the last you saw you saw him take that left and that was it all right um head up to the corner first of all um, where he, where we saw Rebeck I'm gonna, talking to the I, guy. I'm imagining this in my mind. I can just see the crowd partying. You can't see what's causing it. You can, <laughs> just, you can just see people. Whoa, whoa, a little hey. shorty. What? <laughs> and, um, Peter, you're following. Yeah. All right. You make your way to the corner, and I'm gonna say that you get there. Womberbash is already out of sight. Well, he's well, he's hundred some odd feet away in a barn. Um, Peter, can you see anything? Anything at all? I'm gonna expel another side point and roar as loud as I can, like a like a, a mountain lion. Nice. Okay. 
What, what, are you, what are you rolling for? Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you were going to make me roll. <laughs> All right, I'm expelling another side point. Let's hear it. And uh, I'm going to roar like a mountain lion as loud, loud as I can. I'm essentially trying to let them know where I am because I know they can't find me. So uh, I assume we hear that. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, that's right. That's why he <laughs> what did What was it. that? I, I thought you... I chose mountain lion because... We fought mountain it, lions. It would, yeah, it, it, and it would make no sense for there to be a mountain lion sound. Right, right. So. In a port town. I Men thought, causes havoc. I thought when you said that you were doing the mountain lion screen that you were like yelling at the dudes no. like, I'm coming for you. So that's why... I, I didn't think of that. Okay. <gasps> Peter, did you hear that? I heard that. that. There's no way that was a real mountain lion. That There wouldn't be mountain lions around here. Could that have been Womberbash? <laughs> I think it might have been. Maybe he's trying to let us know where he is. Let's head in that direction. Which which direction did it come from? I think it, it sounded like it came from over this way. It was from, from Both the of you roll me a perception check. Oh, okay. This is a DC of 13. Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. Come I'm on, Thane. Save use, me here. I'm going to use my inspiration for okay. that. All right. That's an 18. So I got an eight. Yeah. Tira, you're looking around. You're looking yeah. up the hill. You're looking north. You're looking south. You're looking all Tira the directions. Tira apparently does not have a directional <laughs> sense of hearing. <laughs> Tuck your hair behind your ears, will you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. But Peter at first looks a little confused, and then with absolute certainty, he points to the south. Does this guy have my horse yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we well, got to like, play this in stage. It's, like, like, it's like Zach Morris. You're like, you're in timeout right now. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you're, time you're kind frozen of, on your end. This, I, this is all happening concurrently. Yeah. yeah, so I assume you've basically just kind of, um, you've just arrived at the stable as we're at this point, right? And then he, well, and he just roared me, hurry, oh. and so now we're off. And I ordered a horse, medium oh, yeah. rare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse. <laughs> pork meat starts pawing the ground nervously. Poor pork meat's got the evil guys on her. All right. Him. <laughs> oh, him? Okay. Pork meat is a noble lord of the Okay, horses. all right, good. Okay, so I, I just I tear off. off after Peter. Yep. He strides off purposefully. You're right behind him. Yep. Little legs are pumping. I'm straight up sprinting. Okay, he's running, and you're trying to keep up. I'm trying a long behind him. Okay. Womberbash, your horse is ready. The, the stable hand trots it out front, and then he's looking around. Where did he go? I take the six gold, and, and you're, I, throw, you're still up I, on top. Yeah, I throw it off the top so it hits the ground. Whoa, what? And what? I, I, uh, I hurry up and run down the stairs. I grab the reins. I was looking for a running jump and landing <laughs> yeah. on the back of the horse. Yeah, that would have been so much cooler. <laughs> I'll break my legs or something. <laughs> or the I'll horse miss. is back. You go right over the front of the horse. <laughs> you break the horse in half. I grab the reins. I, I, I get on, and I just start barreling out toward yep. them. The horse is going full speed. I mean, you're tearing right past this guy who's busy scrabbling in the dirt trying to pick up those coins. And you're making your way down the road. All right. This is going to be an interesting mechanic that I've not prepared for. So we're going to wing it. And we are going to go with a... I'm going to go with one roll for them and one for you as far as uh, constitution. And let me look up horses here real quick. Constitution is 12 with a bonus of one. So I want you to roll your check. And I'm going to roll mine. You had one. That's oh, a yeah, I got 22. Okay. Wait, what? Uh, 19 plus are, 3 constitution. Are, are adding the horse's no, constitution? the horse's constitution. So that's a modded 20. Oh, okay. Okay, a modded 20. Okay. You are heading south, and the horse's hooves are pounding. You can feel it rolling underneath you. The ground is blurring by you, and the wind is streaking your hair straight back. And uh, 
I can see you standing up in the stirrups and you're leaning forward over the mane of the horse. I'm going to also spend another one more side point and do my same yell again to let them know that I've taken I'm off. Moving. Okay. So. All right. I've got a, fi- <laughs> I've got a 15. Oh, do, do we have to roll to see if we heard it and whatnot? You hear clattering of horse hooves on cobblestone. Oh, I got an 18. And then you hear a blood-curdling, screaming mountain lion yell again. And it's coming definitely from the south now. Can I tell it's farther away? I rolled an 18 for once. Man, we are on point. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, it's... Maybe, I, I can tell it's yeah, like moving it's heading away. away from you. The one time we're rolling awesomely is... <laughs> He's not even paying attention. The second time. Uh, so the first roll, you caught up a little bit. Go ahead and roll. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They got a natural 20 on theirs. Okay. Oh. So they're going to pull away from you. Again? Buddy. <laughs> 17. Okay. You, it's, it's a seesaw thing. You, they pull away. You, you but I can see close them. The how gap. far away I, am I from them? Again, about a quarter mile. So there, it's, this is open country. This mm-hmm. is just a straight road heading along the coast of the sea. And so you see them, and it's the horses gain a little bit of extra wind. They slow up. Why don't you roll one more time? Oh, that's a seven. It's a seven. Okay, they pull away. We're going to do one more check. <laughs> oh. Do you have wait, any wait, more wait. luck points? I'm going to expel, expel a luck point. Thank Actually, you. Wait. Thank do you have your inspiration still? No, okay. I used it already. Oh. Wait, hold on a second. Let me do it again. No, same three. Can you do another luck point? No, I no, can't. No, one one at a time, one per incident. Okay. So they're starting to pull away. Like, they are a lot. definitely pulling away. They're widening the gap now. It's about a third of a mile. What is the? I mean, I won't know this. Even if you tell me, Wombabash wouldn't know it. Um, I was gonna say, what what direction are we going? In other words, what town is coming up? But it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah. yeah, you don't know of any towns to the south of here. All you know is Isling, and then to the west of you, Sedge. I'm gonna just keep going. I mean, at okay. this point. Mm-hmm. All right, your horse is a riding horse, not necessarily a racing horse, and so it's starting to feel some of the fatigue of the heavy running. And what you can make out is uh, you can see a familiar tossing of one of the horse's heads in front of you. It looks like glue. <gasps> Call to her. Okay. Um, actually, I do have animal handling uh, advantage when I'm in this form as okay, well. Okay, right. Um, so I am going to whinny uh, like a horse calling uh, glue to me. To me. I have advantage. Yeah, but what are you? I'm going to say. Anim- animal handling. I'm going right. to say, hey, glue. I'd love to see you again. Can you please come here in a Winnie? Okay. In a certain name. Hey, name. <laughs> that, 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 no, I'm sorry. That was a different translation. That was a different, um, different dialect. Yeah, different dialect of horse. 16, 18. Uh, with advantage. Oh, with, 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 that's wisdom. So it's yeah, 22. Okay. You can see glue falter in her stride a little bit and she slows down who's on glue that's rebeck okay you can see him he's trying to pull the reins and she is fighting with every bit of her being uh and he is striving to this is going to be a contested animal handling check 
What was your what was your role total? 22. 22. Yeah. Oh, eight, yeah, 18 with the modded, yeah. 22. Yeah. Uh, he is not able to fight against what you have done. And so uh, she is now stopping, coming to a stop and turning around and starting to canter back in your direction. What's he doing? He He looks, you can see his eyes are really wide. And he is now actually swinging his leg off of glue and he's tumbling off to the side and glue comes trotting back towards you okay i'm gonna um i'm gonna move my horse heading straight toward him when i get within 120 feet i'm gonna um use telepathy but i don't realize it okay and i'm gonna say to him i thought you were my friend oh no (laughs) okay get him I thought As... you were gonna do like mighty leap and just jump off your horse <laughs> and, and crush a skull. <laughs> <laughs> mighty oh leap on his. You do have mighty leap. I, I do. I do. Yeah. Not from 120 feet out. Though. Yeah. 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 Uh, you approach, and as. As the two front figures, you see the really tall guy on pork meat, and you see the plague doctor on the smaller horse. When they see glue drop out, they peel away and come back around, and they stand on either side of Rebecca. And the tall figure is swinging off of his horse, and he pulls a gigantic great axe off of his. You said back. he's off his horse. Yes. Fantastic. Okay, I'm gonna draw my um, my short sword. I'm gonna draw it. Okay, you draw your short sword. You're still charging right toward them. Yes. You go ahead. At, now, what is your intent here? Uh, my intent is to um, ram him with 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 my horse. Okay. I'm going to like literally just try to run him over. Okay. Let's go back just a moment. Okay. You mentally messaged, without thinking about it, you mentally messaged Rebeck. I thought you were my friend, yeah. You can see him sitting there. He's sitting on his side, not not sitting on his rear end on the mm. ground. He's kind of lying on like, his side with one arm side. supporting him. Yeah. And you can just see him ugly crying. I mean, he's got tears streaming down his face and he's looking at you. He looks like he is incapacitated. The plague doctor is looking sideways down at him, saying something that you can't make out because of the distance. And the big fellow sees you charging right at him, trying to ram him, and he grins, spits off to the side, and he hoists his axe, and he is preparing for your charge. Okay, I'm just going to barrel right into him. He is close to seven feet tall. So even though he is not on a horse, he's just about as tall as you are sitting on your horse. Okay, um... This is the most action-packed episode we've had so far. Well, in a while. In a while, yeah. We just, like, wake up and get into a horse chase. (laughs) Jumping over the edge of boats. You're probably wondering how I got in this situation. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's that's, me. That's what Rhett the DM is thinking right now. I had a totally different story planned for today. This is what I want. I want you all to make this your world. I want you to make me work. So you're making me work. You're, you're working today for sure. <laughs> I could just see his face when I was like, stop the boat. And you're like, mm. <laughs> All right. So what I'm going to do is I am going to send the horse straight toward the guy, but I am going to leap off the horse. All right. How are you leaping off? Are you leaping toward him? Or are you leaping off to the side? I'm going to... Um, tumbling off the back. Uh, so so if I'm looking at him, Rebex in the middle, the, the guy with the axe and seven foot tall is on my left and the plague doctor's on the right, or is it, is it reversed? Uh, on your right is the is the tall guy. Okay, all right. So the Rebecca in the middle, plague, plague doctor. doctor on your left. 
I'm going to leap. I'm going to basically, I'm going to hoist my legs up and my feet onto the saddle of the horse. And I'm going to ride it like this. And as I'm barreling toward the guy. Before, yeah. before you do that. Yeah. Okay. You see the plague doctor look over. He jerks his head over mm-hmm. and looks at you, flings his arm toward you. And then suddenly your horse is screaming. <laughs> it, you can hear a snap and it tumbles forward. Okay. Rolling in the in the dirt. Did he kill that horse? I'm going to I am going to jump with um, mighty leap. Okay. And I'm going to expel. How how far away am I from? from I'm going to say you're 60 feet away from the tall guy. Okay. I am going to spend three psi points, which is my limit at a time, Mm -hmm. and I that is 60 feet exactly, and I'm going to jump right at like directly at the plague doctor. Uh, My my horse's momentum is still going toward the big guy. Basically, he crumpled. Well, yeah, he's yeah, but I'm hopefully he'll like move out of the way, and I'm gonna <laughs> go towards that guy. You're gonna try and like jump feet first, so you can kick him in the face. And jump sword first and run him through and his then face. He'll join our I can party. see him flying through the air like this, <laughs> <laughs> Super anime style. style. Sixteen plus. I would uh, yeah, it's nineteen. It's nineteen. Okay, you're you're flying. I'm sorry. How are you flying through the air? Yeah. So basically, I, when I I hurry up and hoisted my feet on there, and as soon as like I heard the scream, I just like lunged. I I with my legs lunged forward, right right at the plague doctor. Okay. Basically. And you're going head first. Yeah, head first. Okay. Uh, leading with your sword. Yes. <laughs> as he poses. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Um. Oh, my sword. It is okay. It is seven. Okay. Your sword point cuts right along his side. And as you get close, you can see him. He's almost turning. He's presenting the flat of his axe towards you, and he turns. And so that's what scores his side. You would have had him in the ribs, but he, okay. he moved enough, Wait. shifted just enough. And as you're, as you're getting close to him and you see the side of his axe, you can see a huge stylized boar printed onto the where, where the axe heads connect. So you slice and he grunts appreciatively. And then as you hit the ground, give me a dexterity check. Okay. We need to get there fast, Peter. <laughs> We're missing all the action. 16. Okay. You convert your mighty leap into a tumble at the end, and so you roll. You don't come up to your feet, but you at least absorb any impact damage that you would have taken. Okay. As Um, you are tumbling by him, he grabs you and arrests your your roll. Just grabs you by the... What are you wearing, a robe? Yeah. Yeah. He grabs your skins or your robe, and he says, This is going to hurt you a lot more than it'll hurt me. Okay, I'm gonna expel two side points immediately to grab to get um, um, tough hide. Okay. Um, now here's the deal. When did the battle start? I need to know this because I need to add as many hit points to my to my character as many as I expended from side points and turns. So I need to know kind of when that turn started per se because I wasn't fighting until like right now. So it's yeah. the first time. Yeah, when you made contact with your sword. Okay, all right. We'll say so that you that'll be. That'll be six points then. Okay. Okay. Not that you had any missing. True, but I mean, I get it every turn. Okay. (laughs) He raises his hand with the axe in it, and he's not going to... He brings it down flat side on top of your head. 
And does a 17 hit your armor class? Uh, no, it does not. Well, yes, it, I have a 17 armor class right now. Okay, that hits you. <sighs> okay. And it does... Oh, boy. 17 points of damage, bludgeoning damage. Okay. And your head is just ringing. Your ears are ringing. You're seeing actual red right now because the blood is just gushing down over your face. Okay. Where are we? You are still a quarter mile back. You can no. see, you see the horse. You hear the horse first. You yeah. hear that terrible horse scream. So we're at the stable then. Yeah, you're, you're not, you're at the stable and you can see some of the tumult coming or heading. Right. You see some of the tumult going on down the road, uh, but you can't really tell what's happening. Although you can see a little speck, which is Wamberbash leaping from his horse straight yeah. ahead. But that's all you can see. You can just see motion activity from this far away. We need to get out there. Do you have a horse? Do you have all? any more horses? Any, any... Uh, no, no. He took my last one. Are Nothing there any at horses all. anywhere around here? No. No. Uh, How are we gonna healing? How are we gonna powers? get there? He's fighting by himself. Do we have any other means of transportation at all? I have check nothing. Your check your inventory. Have... Magical items at all? I don't think I can throw my axe or my javelin that I far. Have my dust of dryness <clears throat> and a duck hat. I right. have a proficiency in land vehicles. <gasps> Does he have, do you have any carts or no? I mean, that's not going to help me at all. But that we would need a horse to pull it. I know. We're going to go back to one. I mean, you, you can start running in his direction. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to take off. That's I the guess. best you just can do sprinting. at this point. All right, so you just take off and as Glue is on his way back though, right? Glue is or on her way back. She she is she kind of stopped where you started your okay. charge toward and the do guy. Can we see her in the distance? You can see her maybe, let's see, 5200 5300 divided by 4 quarter mile. We're looking at about 1000 feet. So at full speed, I mean it's going to take you a bit to get to her. She's just kind of wandering. Right. she's cropping the grass where Wamberbash left her. Can I, I whistle for her? You can whistle. All right. I... She hears you. She, her ears. <laughs> I can't show whistle. Us your, show us your great whistling skills. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So she perks up and she starts ambling toward you, but that's going to close the gap a little right. bit. It's gonna, right. I'm going to so say it's going to take glue. you 30 seconds to get to her. Now, Wamberbash, it is your turn. Your head is pounding. And you can feel the giant with his hand on you, and he's just shaking with laughter. Okay, I'm going to take my um, short sword, and I'm going to basically swipe at his legs, okay. trying to cut something um, there. Uh, I automatically get four hit points. Because of your immortal abilities. Yes. So my 17 is actually not too bad. No, it's 13. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. All right, um... Please let this work. Fantastic. Uh, it's a 21, uh, 19 plus 2. Roll and, damage. And it's going to be 5. You're a feisty one. Why don't you try this? He definitely hits. Mm. He rolled, rolled an 18. Okay. Man, what is with this? You take another 10 points of damage. Okay. We roll awesome, and they also roll awesome, but it's also terrible. He pulls back, and you can't really see this coming, but he just takes his hand holding the haft of his axe and plants it straight into your face. Okay. 
I'm going to expel a side point, and I am going to scream again like a mountain lion. Okay. This one's not really of here I am. This right. is of help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where help, you at? <laughs> help me. Help me. <laughs> Tira and Peter, you, I'm going to say you close the gap. Yeah. Glue trots up to you with a, a horsey look yeah, on her face. Horsey, <laughs> on her horsey face. And I'm going to say that you can mount her if you want. Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going to get on and uh, draft and I say, get on the back. Uh, now, I have animal handling proficiency. Do you? Uh, no. Okay, and maybe I should be the one that vaults her first. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, Peter, why don't we say that you help her up onto the horse, and then you climb up behind her? Yeah. And Tira, you're already... Yeah. I have, I have crossbow in one hand, uh, mace in the other, and hold I'm, on re- I'm, re- I'm ready. Well, I've, I've got my legs squeezing, so basically, uh, once we get in crossbow range, I'm going to try and pop a shot at the axe guy. Okay, you're not there yet. This is taking your whole turn to get up onto right. glue. Back to you. Okay. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Back to the bad guys. The plague doctor reaches down and pulls Rebeck up onto the horse, and Rebeck seems unwilling, but he slides up onto the back of the horse and holds on around the plague doctor, around his waist. And with that, the plague doctor says, I see you want to play. Play with this. And you see him fling another arm forward. He rolls a 19. Oh my goodness. And a dagger comes arcing out (gasps) of his sleeve and does seven points of damage as it buries itself to the hilt in your calf. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes, it is your turn. Okay. Um, So I am going to Mighty Leap. Uh, from my spot, um, that is going to be with a dagger in your leg. I'm gonna, yeah. So you can leap, but the landing is gonna be with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, I am going to uh, expel the, the the most I have, which is uh, sixty feet, and I'm almost out of side points. Okay. So um, you got your temporary hit points back, and yeah, I, I added okay. my temporary. Gotcha. My, my so you're points. leaping sixty feet, like in the air. Or straight, straight, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. straight up, basically. Okay. Um, I'm hoping he's either holding on for a good portion of time of that, or or I can hit him in the head like I did that one guy and broke his jaw. I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying basically at this yeah, point. Yeah, so you're leaping straight up. As soon as you start to move, um, he releases, and you just go vaulting straight up. Okay. Uh, as I come back down, I'm going to have my sword coming down right on top of him as okay. much as I can. Go ahead and roll to see if you hit. <clears throat> I, I mean, I don't know what your DC is, but let me see. It's going to be um, eight. <laughs> Do you still have a luck point? Your sword doesn't come anywhere close to him. He sees you coming, and then again, he's just... <laughs> and he steps back. And you, with your roll for disadvantage on landing, dexterity, let's make it a DC of 15. I got an 18. Okay. You somehow miraculously land favoring your good leg or whatever. I'm not sure if favoring means that you, whatever you land, you land on your good leg. And again, you roll to take the sting out of the fall and he looks impressed. And now it is his turn. He, 
How far away is he from you? You're him? after him. You're after the well, big guy. He, he just okay. How far away guy. is he from me? He's, uh, I'll say, five feet step back from you. Now, just to clarify, which he are we talking about? This is the giant. Yeah. The giant. Okay. The giant with the boar axe. Is the boar significant? He rolled a fifteen. Okay, that's not doesn't hit my armor class. But he adds a bunch to it because oh, of see. his strength. So. So why are we even rolling? I mean, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get a one, maybe. <laughs> okay. He says, night, night. 19 points of damage. No. What? Oh my goodness, that kills Wolverbash. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Does it drop you to zero? Let me see. So I have, that's 22. Yeah. <gasps> okay. As you are approaching, Wolverbash is standing there. Look, he's limping. Because he, you just saw him vault straight up into the sky. He comes down sword first, and you see him just kind of standing there. He's he's reeling, and then you just see the big fellow reach back. What's gonna happen? And again, with with just a huge swing of his axe, he connects with the flat of the blade against Wamberbash's head, and Wamberbash just goes flying sideways about five feet toward you. Uh, Tira and Peter, and just pff, falls like a rag doll to the ground. No, bash. Okay, so I, I actually, from from my being a backseat driver, I'm just going to dig my heels into the flanks of Glue. I'm like, get us to the scum. Where are we? How far away are we? You are now within fifty feet. I mean, this turn you'll be able to get to Bash. Uh, he is, again, between you and the rest of these people. As soon as he hit Wamberbash, the giant went ahead and immediately mounted on the horse on pork meat. And now they are standing there watching you riding at them. So now it is your turn, the three of you, or the two of you. I am actually not at zero. I'm at five. Five, five hit points Okay. Left. All right. He is on the ground, but you can see him moving feebly. All right. What I want to do is fire my crossbow at uh, the giant, and then what I want to do is jump off the horse if I can and get over to Womber Bash. Okay. So fire first and jump down to Bash. Yes. Yeah. Take your shot. That's a six. <laughs> the You were so busy planning your next move, the jump off the horse, trying to see where you could land, that you didn't aim properly, and the bolt just goes streaking out way over the giant's head. Go ahead and roll with this... Uh, you don't have animal handling proficiency? No, I don't. Okay. Roll with disadvantage for a dexterity check. All right. That's a... If you got over a 15, you're that's fine. That's an 18. Yeah. Okay. You, I guess, learning from watching Wamberbash tumbling around, you <laughs> tuck your shoulder and roll forward, and you, because you rolled so high, you come up on your feet, uh, and you're right there next to Wamberbash. All right. I'm going to... What? Well, I'm just pulling out my mason shield and getting into a ready stance. Okay. Tira. All right. I'm going to go into a rage. Okay, do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm in a rage. <laughs> I'm raging on a horse. <laughs> so I, I, I go into a rage. I see Peter jump down, and, and I say, you take care of Bash, and I'm going to head straight for that big oaf with my axe out. Ooh, maybe I should get that cool one out. Yes, please. I'll get the cool one out that I got from a summaries. Okay. So I pull out my big axe, and I say, I'm coming for you! And I head straight to that dude. All right, you're heading for him. The plague doctor 
almost nonchalantly turns his horse. He's riding on wind. So he and Rebeck just almost kind of wheel about gently and just start trotting off to the south. And Stop him! <laughs> the giant, uh, the giant, you can hear him grip his hand hard around the haft of his axe and you can hear his knuckles popping as he does it. And he just kind of shrugs. All right, so do I get to... It is your him? turn. Yeah! All right, here we go. Take that by his head off. Okay, so that's a 21... Okay, you charge at him, and you're as as you get close, you're timing everything just right, and you bring your axe from behind you, and you swing it just as you're passing by him. The axe head bites into his chest, and you can see him twist a little bit, and you do 15. how much damage? 15 damage. Boy, that's a great hit. The axe bites into his chest and leaves this angry red welt across his chest and blood immediately starts oozing out and he looks down, looks back, and then you see his face flush red and his eyes go red and he says, this is going to be fun! (laughs) And he goes into a rage. (laughs) Oh, he goes into a rage? Oh, no! (laughs) Dungeon Master goes into a rage. Yeah, right? Oh, boy. So your charge took you right past him, okay. and he comes around with pork meat and is now <laughs> <No>. alongside <laughs> you. He's now he riding alongside you, and he just brings his axe down. He rolls a 14. So uh, 16. Yeah, but he adds his strength bonus. Why do you even bother telling us the, the, the unsuccessful number he rolled when it's not even the real Gotta number? Gotta get your hopes up. You, man! We all go into a rage. Yeah, right. I go into a deep cry. <laughs> His voice cracked as he did that. Uh, he does 14 damage, but you take only seven of that. Yeah, Mom. Tank. So where did he hit me? Oh, I, I forgot to mention this. Yes, give me details. As you hit him, <laughs> yes. you saw detaching from you. Detaching from me? From you. You saw a, a vapor. Oh, come out of you and then it settles onto the back of his horse and you can see it take the form of your mom and you can see her wispy arms grabbing around him and almost trying to slow him down trying to impede him okay and so your spirit ancestor is there on his horse actively trying to take him out spirit ancestor Uh, let's go back to you okay since you're still in this sort of so I'm gonna add four okay I'm also going to expel two side points only because it's going to give me... Oh, I'm sorry. Only one. I only have one left. Okay. And that, so then that I, uses up your last so one. Then, yeah. So then I get another one plus five or plus one. All right. So um, I am now at 10 hit points. Uh, but then I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to use telepathy to um, Rebeck. And I'm going to ask him to grab the... the, the, the um, plague doctor. The plague doctor by his throat. And try to drag him backward or drag him down. Is there a range limit on... 120 feet. Okay. I'm going to say they've moved outside of that they, range. They were can you, maybe actually, trying. can you not say that? Or <laughs> I'm going to say they've moved outside the range. Okay. You can see him looking back. And again, his face is just puffy and red and he's crying. But he's still holding tightly to the plague doctor as they're Man, if anything else do something. You can, can, is there anything else you can do to slow him down? Okay. Um, now, now um, I can actually... 
strike or do something, right? I can at least try to throw a dagger or something. Uh, you, you have the dagger in your leg. You have the dagger in your I leg. I have the dagger in my leg. I also have a dagger in my pack, but you I guess do. I wouldn't. I'm going to take the dagger out of my leg. Okay. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> you do two points of damage to yourself pulling it out. So with a with a yell, ah, you pull it out of your leg, but then you you flip it around and you throw it at. At. Um, I'm going to do it at um, Giant's, giant's um, we need to, left eyeball. We need to slow down Rebek and the dude. They're going to take off with his You're on the stone. horse. Go and do that. We'll hold him I'm down. I'm fighting with the giant. Well, you run off after them. We've got the giant. I figure, I figure I, I'll, I'll have a better option or odds of hitting the giant than I would another guy. But Rebek and the a, plague doctor have the star stone, and they're taking off while we're fighting the giant. You have the horse. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go toward the, uh, the giant's eyeball, his left eyeball. Nine. <laughs> Again, it follows Peter's bolt somewhere okay. out there. <laughs> somewhere out there in the grass, there's a dagger. Maybe you should have thrown it at the plague doctor. Well, if I rolled a nine, it would have hit the ground. No. You would have rolled something different if you'd thrown it at the plague doctor. <laughs> okay. Peter, what are you doing? All right, I am going to... Slow down, Rebeck, and the plague doctor. <laughs> yes, with the horse that I'm riding... <clears throat> Can't, don't you have any more bolts You're not in your riding the horse. Weapon? There are other horses there yeah, now. I, I know. I was, I was, I was, gotcha, I was, gotcha, gotcha. There are other horses there, though. No, well, no they're no. all gone. They're all gone? There's, there's, Tira is on hers. He's charging I'm on, with... Yeah, I'm the, on glue. Right. She's charging with the big guy. But the big guy the horse the big guy Yeah, the horse the big guy was on. He's on it. Tira and this big guy are riding side by side, running south. And then Rebek and the plague doctor are on the other horse. Well, don't you have any more bolts in your... You only oh, have yeah, one yeah, bolt yeah. in your yeah. thing? Well, so turn, slow it on the guy. He's I'm got your thing. I'm going to put another bolt and pop that shot off. Okay. Go for it. Not the natural 20. And you, who were you aiming for? Uh, the Blade Doctor. Unfortunately, Rebek is behind him. But that was a natural 20. <laughs> it was. So you kill Rebek. Wait, no. <laughs> no, that's, no. That, that's impossible to natural 20. It's a natural 20. The bolt, the you see Rebek bouncing around behind. No. And you just... <laughs> no. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> you just take a breath, close your eyes, and you feel Vasham's light flowing through you. And you pull, you feel the thunk as the, as the catch on the crossbow releases. You feel the snap of the of the windlass and the bolt flies goes right over Rebek's shoulder (laughs) and into the shoulder of the plague doctor you see him (laughs) you see him lurch forward on his horse and with that the plague doctor sits back up turns his head over his shoulder and then just charges for I mean now he he was trotting away like I don't care now he's riding full speed and away? The, away, further oh, south. No. The giant and Tira, back to you. Wait, he, he took seven points of damage. Okay. Just in case. In case that matters. <laughs> in case that matters, but, you know, he's... The giant and Tira. <clears throat> so, so Tira... I'm first. Yeah, you're first. All right. We're side by side on horses. And I miss... You're bouncing as you're riding and you're swinging and it just doesn't doesn't. And connect. I sink the axe into my own leg. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was not a natural one. So I know it. Thank goodness. With that, you can see the giant reach to his side, and he pulls up, 
And in his hand, as he's writing, you can see Peter's stone. And the he, giant has it. He looks over at you, and then he holds it up. Oh, no. And clouds begin to form over his head. And this whirling, swirling, massive, dark black clouds surround him. Lightning, believe it or not, is lashing out of it, and you, you feel the hair on your arms prickle. Your horse underneath you is terrified of this now. It begins to veer off to the right. And with that, the lightning lances out from the cloud as your horse is taking you away. A bolt of searing fire burns you in the back. You can feel it just tear through your clothes and it electrifies you. You can feel yourself shaking. It does seven points of damage total. Is, is that, oh, that's, with your, that's with your rage, yeah. How is this going to end, you guys? <laughs> it's either going to end with them dying or with us retreating. Is it my turn? It is your turn, Womber Bash. <laughs> okay. no, yeah, so that was the giant. So it's Womber yeah. Bash, and then Peter, and then back to Tara. All right, so I'm adding my four. Um, I am going to um, call out with as much strength as I can and say, Rebeck, do something. I mean, that's all I, that's pretty much all I can do. And then I think after that, I think I'm going to pass out. Okay, that sounds good. Your voice, you, you shout as loud as you can, but the stiff breeze coming off the sea, it's like your words are just snatched away. I want to look like I'm dead, though. Like when I pass out, I want it to seem like to anybody who looked Let, on let's it, say like that, I died. Let's say that you brought yourself up to your knees and you shouted, and then you just kind of slump sideways and fall over onto your side in the grass there yes. alongside the road sake. dramaticism <laughs> and peter oh, I, I see i see this you know i turn around as he's shouting and i see something and i go lumber bash and so i turn around and i i look at i look at this giant who's done the most damage to him and i i clang my mace against my shield and i call out come and face me you schweinhund that's me using Va- uh, von Tider. okay the Tira and this giant have, have headed south also, and now Tira has veered off to the west, and he's continuing south. So, again, your, your words don't really carry all that much, but his horse is, uh, pork meat is streaking to the south behind the plague doctor. And at this point, why don't you do an animal handling check to see if you can bring your horse under control. Probably not. <laughs> Nine. Okay, no. Uh, your horse just continues to run until it's too exhausted mm-hmm. to carry you any further, and then it slows to a trot, and then a walk, and then it just stops. You can see foam around its muzzle. Oh, poor thing. And you can feel it trembling underneath you. And that is where we're going to end this episode. <sighs> This did not go anywhere <laughs> near where I thought it was going to go. And that's yes. okay. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this. I actually didn't. Uh. <laughs> Surprisingly, I really liked getting to hit you. <laughs> A lot. Uh, let's talk experience points. Oh, buddy. Zero for doing absolutely yeah. nothing. Sad failure. We actually lose experience points. Because yes, we just we got, for off we got our tails handed back to us. For real, we did. <laughs> I'm going to give you two experience points each for surviving the fight. Now, obviously, only by the mercy of the DM. 
<laughs> I'm going to say that's it for given experience points. <laughs> so let's talk Norse battle. Right, let, let me pull that back. Uh, Womberbash for tracking, for, for your use of your skills to track down. I'm going to give you an additional two for that. And Tira for convincing the captain to stop and get you back to shore. Uh, I'll give you two for that. And me for happening to get us all into this. <laughs> How much do I for lose? For not protecting your star stone. <laughs> How much do I lose? No. <laughs> let's, let's talk Norse battle. Um, <sighs> I knew I should have written it down because there was something that Michael did earlier that I was like, I need to remember to nominate him for during Norse battle for Was that. it him with the cat cry to Maybe. draw your attention that might have been it it was it was one of those it was one of those things okay why don't you take one for that yeah so you've salvaged five points out of this yes, episode absolutely <laughs> i like tira um trying to intimidate everybody <laughs> when things aren't going your way again this is playing into your nature yeah. you know if i can't get my way i'm going to make something happen if the problem's too big for my axe i intimidate <laughs> All right, so you uh, trying to work on the first mate there, and yeah. also, um, well, the in, captain, yeah, the and captain the captain, I, the captain that I succeeded against, right? But you're trying, you're mm-hmm. you're doing things to play your character, and I want to reward that. So take two. Woo! Uh, Anything I feel like else? Peter should get something. The first mate for spitting. I think that was a fantastic move. <laughs> I'll take two. <laughs> Here comes a frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Peter, I did like how you, first of all, you showed emotion as you saw Womberbash getting the worst yeah. of it. And also, uh, by Vasham's healing, whatever it was you yeah. said. Yeah, that so was take, me trying to come up with some kind of expression. That's fine. But, yeah. That's fine. That's what we That's what we want. I want to encourage you to play your relationship with your deity. So take two for that. Anything else? I can't believe... That he did that. <laughs> that who did what? That Rebeck did that. I know, a little double crosser. And on top of that, like he had he had an opportunity to try to toss the guy off the horse or cover his eyes or ring his neck ugly or crying something. like a doof. Yeah. Well, we'll find him, and we will make him pay. How are we gonna find him? Bash is half dead. Uh, I've been struck by lightning. You're out of bolts. I'm going to have to heal the hard way at this point. Yeah, because you don't got your stone. You can't heal. What's his face? <gasps> well, I still have fully. No. I can't. I'm so useless now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You make up your little herb poultice like you used to do well, back, back in have, the day. You still have your star stone. I could put some Windex. <laughs> put some Windex, yeah. Hey, rub, so, some, so, rub some dirt on it. So on top of this... We actually have no horse to get back. We're gonna have to. Oh, they're gonna have, have to glue. either carry me yeah, we're or something. Have to, like drag him. You have her. Oh, horse. she has a horse. Okay, no, we still have glue, but oh, that's, that's it. That's right. Yeah, but, but yeah. glue's like freaking out and foaming at the mouth. Well, we let her rest for a bit, and then we drag. Yeah, give her some water behind. from my skin or something. Okay. All right. And that is it. Man alive. So oh, a lot happening in this episode, and I think it's good. I think it was for the better, in spite of. The way it appears. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and recap our experience. And Meredith? Uh, so Tira is 38 points into level three. Womberbash is 43 points into level three. 
Peter Greyhawk is 36 into level 3. Great. Thanks for joining us for this next chapter in our story, and we hope you enjoyed it. And we're looking forward to playing with you again next time here at Stack of Dice. First word that comes to mind. A flagon. Oblige. Skirty word. <laughs> That's German. <laughs> Gertie words? Gertie <laughs> root. It was from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and yours. Uh, what, what did you even say? Oblige. <laughs> I, said, I said flagon. Yes, you said er flagon. <laughs> Urgle <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>